winter is coming and the economy is, sooner or later, going to go into recession. And this is going to be incredibly rough for SaaS companies. Now, over the last few years, valuations have been rising, investment rounds have been raised hastily, and B2B SaaS companies have mostly been in hypergrowth mode. Many companies have already started making significant layoffs, and to those who are invested in watching the health of the tech economy, it feels like the tip of the iceberg. Now, during periods of panic about the health of the market, SaaS companies worry that they'll not be able to sustain their burn rate and look for ways to tighten their belts. Well, it makes sense, right? Marketing spend, both capital cost, ad budget, general marketing spend, and talent budget, is one of the first expenses to be cut during times of economic worry. Now, many SaaS companies believe that marketing is a cost center rather than a profit center. And others believe that they already have a working channel and it'll continue to tick over without management or additional investment. But both of these views are flawed. During times of economic uncertainty, B2B SaaS companies should increase their marketing spend so that they capitalize on the vast opportunity presented by less secure competitors in their market. In this episode, we'll look at why companies think that marketing should be the first to go, why companies should approach marketing as an investment portfolio, and how to make better investments now and in the coming economic downturn. And by the end of the episode, you'll have a much better framework to use to assess marketing investment now and in the future. And if you're struggling to plan your marketing investment for the next 12 months, especially thinking about this recession, you should schedule a free SaaS scale session to find out how we can help you build a stable and predictable strategy to grow during this tough time. Head to poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. That's poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Why SaaS companies kill off marketing first and why it hurts. Now, it's a story that's played out time and time again. SaaS companies frequently kill off marketing first when there's the threat of an economic downturn. And unfortunately, over the years, marketing has been seen as a cost center rather than a profit center. Especially in B2B SaaS, it's all too common to see executives take a diminutive and narrow view that all their SaaS marketing team is doing is running ads and writing blogs. Now, when you reduce it to blogging and ad buys, SaaS companies see marketing as a commodity that can be turned on and off at will. Sadly, this is usually just as much a consequence of a marketing leader's ability to frame their expenditure as it is executive myopia. Now, another common reason that marketing is culled first is that companies see that they have a working channel, it's usually organic search, by the way, which sends them high volumes of traffic. So the argument goes, if that's the case, why do we need marketing at all? Won't we just continue to get the same traffic and customers without further investments? Well, the reality is actually far from what they expect it to be. Search rankings decay quickly. Bidding strategies become inefficient. Algorithms change all the time. 
and what works one quarter decreases in efficiency in the next. Organizations that cut marketing investment quickly discover that the gains the marketing team had made over the previous quarters are eroded when they're let go or defunded. Finally, marketing is sometimes seen as a cost center because the marketing leadership have focused on driving results that don't drive the business. It's extremely common to find SaaS companies driving MQLs generated without considering how that number plays into a wider strategy, improving keyword rankings without linking those rankings to trials started from content, optimizing for CTR on paid media without considering on-page conversion rate, and those are just a few of those common errors. And unfortunately, whatever the reason, companies that cut marketing spend tend to suffer in the medium and long term. While at first there may be little impact on the business other than the cost saving, over time, pipeline surety will decline significantly, deal flow will dry up, and sales will be the next resource to be cut. Even in product-led businesses, cutting marketing will decrease revenue growth in the mid to long term. Now, the reason for that is that even though the majority of the conversion revenue is attributed to the growth and sales teams, marketing is the key driver of acquisition. Without acquisition, there is nothing to convert. And in product-led growth companies that cut marketing, there is no one to create and maintain awareness-building activities, which ultimately develop the pipeline of trial or freemium signups that's needed to sustain the model. Why companies should approach marketing as an investment portfolio. We've just explored some of the reasons why marketing is one of the earliest line items on the budget to be cut in a tough economic environment. Now, let's take a look at why SaaS companies should change their perspective on marketing overall. There's a lot of nuance around cutting marketing spend for SaaS companies. I'm doing air quotes there. For example, investment in brand is very different from investment in a conference marketing program. And while it's easy to attribute meetings booked with the spend on a conference booth at an industry event, the long-term benefits of brand building may vastly outweigh the investment and perform better than the direct response activities like conference booths. Similarly, companies frequently cut SEO program funding quickly when the market looks like it's souring. After all, it is tough to build a really effective attribution model around SEO investment. But over time, SEO is one of the best investments that you can make as a SaaS company. The CAC from organic search decreases over time and it has the second order effects of vastly improving brand visibility, a further cut in CAC. Now the parallel within financial investments is deeply relevant here. When the market threatens a turn from bull to bear, investors of all kinds become cautious, whether they're buying blue chip stocks or simply sending money to an IRA or pension. Many will stop making investments or they'll sell their stocks so that they have cash on hand to redeploy to more pressing issues. But the best returns tend to come for people who zoom out and take a long-term view of the market. This is such a good analogy for so many things in life, but especially for marketing. It's one of the reasons why we talk so frequently about making investments versus, again, air quotes, doing marketing. Now to illustrate this, in the accompanying blog post, there's a link in the show notes, there's a graph showing the value that we managed to generate from SEO for one of our clients. On that graph, there are two lines. There's a green line labeled goal value 
and then there's investment as a blue line. Now, over time, the delta between investment in organic search and the value realized by that investment increases vastly. Most SaaS companies never get to that point because they are making the wrong investment choices. Instead of pulling marketing's funding and, you know, probably letting their team go, companies should really ask themselves this. Do we believe that marketing a company is necessary for long-term success? Now, in the short term, your marketing might not perform in the way that you ideally would want it to. It usually takes a little while for the revenue to come through as ROI. We know this. The landing page that you publish today might not have revenue attributed to it for 90 days. The ad spend may take a little while longer to become efficient. But making marketing investments in the right activities will compound over time. And even after just a few months, it should become a significant driver of bottom line metrics such as revenue. How to make better investments in marketing now and in a downturn. Now we've talked about how companies should treat marketing as a long-term investment just then and continue to make strategic investments during tough times. But now let's discuss how SaaS companies can actually make adverse economic situations work in their favor by making better marketing decisions. They do that by doing the following four things. Number one, using dollar cost averaging in good times. Number two, building pipeline. Number three, investing when others are withdrawing. And number four, hiring great marketing talent away from competitors. The first element of our strategy is to encourage SaaS companies to use a dollar cost averaging mindset no matter what the economy is doing. In case you're unfamiliar, dollar cost averaging is a term used to describe an investment strategy in which an investor divides up the total amount to be invested across periodic purchases of a target asset in an effort to reduce the impact of volatility on the overall purchase. The purchases occur regardless of the asset's price and at regular intervals. And in case you were wondering, yes, I was reading from Investopedia. Thank you very much, Investopedia. But look, the goal of this is to try to avoid spending any time on preempting what the market will do, good or bad, and instead believing over time, my investment will likely yield positive returns. Becoming an optimist. Now in practice, this looks like making a steady baseline investment in marketing activity every month, whether the market conditions are positive or negative. And again, I'm going to point to a illustration that is in the accompanying blog post, link is in the show notes, which shows an example from another client of ours showing the benefits of continuing to invest, this time in Google ads. And there is a cumulative lifetime value versus a cumulative investment. The green line shows the ROI becoming decoupled from the investment pretty quickly within just one or two months. Now, if this client continues to make a dollar-costed investment, they will continue to see the delta between spend and ROI increase to the extent that their returns become more like a hockey stick. An overnight success, years in the making. This is how it happens, people. It takes time and it builds, but when it gets going, it is fantastic. That is SaaS growth. In your SaaS, when your marketing performance is down one month, you should absolutely ask why it's down. 
But you should also zoom out and remind yourself that over time, your investment will almost certainly mature and compound. The second step is to build pipeline. Now, a popular narrative in B2B SaaS marketing circles at the moment is that the MQL is a pointless metric. We've written extensively on our blog, and there are episodes of this same podcast, about why this narrative is totally false. And the MQL is actually an incredibly valuable part of a SaaS marketing strategy. Don't believe the hype. Marketing teams in B2B SaaS often drive MQLs as a key result. And while the qualification criteria for marketing qualified may be a weak point for lots of teams, when qualified effectively, these leads can turn into revenue. The issue, though, is exacerbated when a SaaS product is a business-critical tool with long lockout periods for buyers. At any given moment, only a tiny proportion of the total addressable market is ready to buy. Now, when marketing is cut and stops generating and nurturing MQLs, one of the downstream effects, although, frankly, it's not usually that far downstream, is that pipeline surety suffers and deal flow dries up. Considering just how many B2B SaaS companies have a sales-led go-to-market strategy, that's a very worrying effect of reductions in marketing spend. SaaS companies should focus on making their pipelines more robust by building a diversified mix of content and marketing automation that helps build buyer awareness. This buyer awareness building content is just one example of an activity that will build the pipeline surety over the long term. But as with our previous section about dollar cost averaging, getting started as soon as possible and maintaining the strategy is key to long-term success. Point three, invest heavily while others are withdrawing. We've established that lots of companies are quick to withdraw marketing budgets when the economy looks shaky, and that although they do this to try to survive longer, the work their marketing team has put in will decline in value very quickly. They'll see their search rankings decay, their ad campaign bidding strategies will become uncompetitive, and they'll stop getting attention in people's inboxes, on social media, and anywhere else that their buyers gather. There's always a lot of opportunity for savvy SaaS companies to increase their marketing spend to capture land during tough times. In order to make the most of this opportunity, ensure that you're regularly reviewing the search performance and campaign insights for key terms that you want to rank or win. A good way to do this would be to run an audit of your own performance and look for gaps. For search though, you could use a tool like Hrefs Alerts to set up alerts on lost backlinks, keyword changes, and things like that for your competitors. But even if you do nothing else, just reviewing their performance in the search ranking pages periodically will give some insights into how you can capitalize on their poor performance. For example, and there's a picture of the Hrefs Keyword Explorer for this, if I had a headless checkout tool for e-commerce, I'd be looking at how Bolt.com was doing on lost keyword rankings and investing hard in beating them because they are losing position for things like fast checkout or checkout page design, all that kind of stuff. The actual tactics, though, will vary from company to company, disaster to disaster. The important point here is that when competitors are withdrawing investment, you should be doubling down because that's an amazing opportunity to grab marketing real estate that will drastically grow in value when the market picks up again. The final section here, hire your competitors' marketers. Hiring good marketing talent has been ridiculously hard for most SaaS companies in the past year and a half. 
With rising valuations came more capital, which made it a lot easier to start overpaying for marketing hires. But ultimately, many SaaS companies are going to find that the promises that they made their marketing teams can't be sustained, and the inflated salaries will cause your competitors to get rid of team members pretty quickly. Their poor decisions can benefit you, though. The marketers that they're letting go have deep knowledge of your sector and your customers' needs. They also have great insights into what's working for your competitors. During an economic downturn, you should consider hiring marketers who your competitors have fired. By doing this, you're not only building your marketing organization and providing a fair salary for talented people, but you're also building a competitive moat for your company long term. Let's pull all of this together. A recession is likely to happen at some point in the near future. And depending on when you're listening to this episode, maybe you're looking back with great clarity and thinking, wow, I listened and I played my hand really well. Or, you know, maybe you're thinking I should have listened. But many SaaS companies will think to cut marketing spend and team on reflex. However, smart SaaS companies will realize that marketing is not a cost center and make strategic investments, including doubling down at the right moment to ensure that their growth is sustained and their long-term growth rate is boosted. SaaS companies can make better marketing decisions by doing the following four things. Using dollar cost averaging in good times, building pipeline, investing when others are withdrawing, and hiring great marketing talent from competitors. Good, sustainable growth it's the result of long-term thinking and smart marketing investment, not knee-jerk reactions to economic hard times. If you would like help developing a predictable, sustainable marketing system in your B2B SaaS company, schedule a free SaaS scale session to find out how we can help you do that. Go to poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. That's poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C, or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.